plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. You bet the party is starting right now. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice American Network, and it's brought to the airwaves under the species of the charity, Be the Star You Are. You can go to the website, bethestarur.org, and make a donation or get involved. The miracle moment for today is from an anonymous, and it is, remember the guy who gave up? Well, neither does anyone else. And that is such a great lead into what we're doing today because we have the cast, um, a big portion of the cast from the new film, Mighty Oak. And you are going to just love this film. So we have the star of the show, Tommy Reagan, and we have Rodney Hicks with us now. And then we're going to have Ben Milliken and Gianna Harris uh, with us in the next segment. And following the third segment, we will be looking at the book with Joe Geese, Never Sit If You Can Dance. And I'll tell you, we are going to be dancing now. Well, I want to welcome both Tommy and Rodney to the show. Let me tell you a little bit about Tommy. Uh, of course, he is a 12-year-old star of this show, Mighty Oak. He wrote the music. He started writing about eight years old. And um, you are going to just, <laughs> you're going to be blown away by what he is doing. And Rodney, Rodney uh, was originally from Philly, longtime New Yorker, now lives in Colorado as a um, an actor, a, a playwright, and a, he's a practitioner, meditation, peace and love. Love you two guys. Hello, Tommy. Hello, Rodney. Welcome to Star Style. Hello. Hello, Tommy. Hello, Rodney. Are you there too? Yes. Thank you yes. so much for having us. <laughs> We're really excited. Well, I, I really had fun with Mighty Oak. It was just such, such oh. a great, a great film. And uh, we'll mm, start. Thank you. You guys can. Oh, you were both amazing. I'm amazing in it. And of course, Tommy, I'll start just with you a little bit, because y this show was actually written for you or around you. Right. Because you started mu writing music around age eight. You wrote you've have what, three albums out. Give us just a little bit of background. And then, Rodney, we're going to find out about your Mr. Biggs. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes uh, Go ahead, yes, Tommy. Sorry. Okay, so I started uh, writing music when I was six, and like, you know, eight is like, it's like kind of, it's kind of a weird story to explain, but you know, when this idea was created, like, I, I, they, my music was going to be, you know, it was being used um, as like the music for the movie, and kind of like, you know, what the band plays, what like, I would, my character would play, and you know, I definitely, I definitely wanted the part because I felt so connected to the movie in that way. And like, I, so I got, I mean, I got an audition and, you know, I got the part and I'm really glad I did because, 
you know, it's so cool to be able to perform my own music. And like, I just felt like very connected to my character Oak. And yeah. Well, you know, um, the, the the story behind it, I think, is so great. And, of course, I love the director, Sean McNamara. He is just Sean's fantastic. Great. Yeah, he isn't mm -hmm. he great? He is just so great, yeah. Rodney. And your character, you brought so much empathy and love, Rodney, oh, to your character. You. Because, um, I mean, it was, Gina tells you, do you believe in reincarnation, right? You're, you're the first yeah, one yeah. that, and you're the one that gives this kid who lives upstairs, a new tenant, his, a guitar. His guitar. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your kindness. part and how you got, you know, how, how you decided to play it. Cause I know you're a Broadway star. You've won all kinds of awards, you know, you're in all kinds of things, but coming to this is, it, it was a little different cause there's a lot of young players in it how did you approach mm -hmm. it well you know uh it was all came through kindness to be um perfectly honest with you actually tommy's father is a friend of mine and oh, uh, I both love of his that. parents and randomly really uh reached out uh and said there's a movie that uh we're we're going to shoot in a couple of months and there's a role that we really think you're great for and we would love to know if you'd like to read for it and we'll get casting to give you a call and i thought absolutely you know i love i love the reagans and and i just thought yeah anything for you guys and then i read the script and i just really you were loved blown it. Away. i loved yes i love the mentorship yeah. of it uh, yeah. you know, and also the chosen family and people coming from trauma, coming from experiences that you wouldn't really have. And you watch this movie and people, you watch how people are overcoming and embracing their right now and their present moment. And I just think it just had so much love in it. And we all poured that into the movie every single day. And I believe we, came a, we, we all became a family in that Well, moment. and I love beautiful. that quote that you have, is you can't always choose your family. Sometimes no. the family is chosen family for you. Family chooses you. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's and always. Right. <laughs> and, right. And Tommy, the ending for you, I mean, I have to say, I got tears when I was watching it, of course. I did and too. <laughs> I, did you? Yeah. Tommy, how about you? Yeah. I mean, you, is this your first movie? Because I know that you toured, you know, um, as far as doing the, the rock musical, the School of Rock. Um, but was this your first film? Yeah, it was my first film. And uh, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it was my first film, so like, I it, it was very different from like you know the whole Broadway acting. So I kind of had to like get into like a different, like almost like a different mindset for acting because like, it's I mean in a like sometimes it can be more emotional, like and more like real it's acting more real. in movies. It's more it's more close yeah. up. It's more intimate is what it is. And yeah, yeah, but I mean, but I also, I love Broadway. It's just a different vibe and they're both right. great. You know? Well, I mean, Rodney, you probably can attest to this too, but just, you know, obviously some of the greatest actors are Broadway actors, it, but we do have to, as actors, you have to learn how to go from the stage to the screen. And because the screen is, is very different and the camera is just right there on you, right? You don't have somebody a few, roles, a few rows back. So tell us about um, the music, Tommy, how you decided to 
what songs you decided to write for this film. Um, you know, maybe you could just enlighten us a little bit. Yeah, so actually I didn't write the songs for the film. Uh, you know, my music, I mean, I had already just released, um, I had already released an album and, you know, they liked my music. I mean, my music was being used for the film. So, like, I mean, I just wrote it. Some of the songs uh, were wrote with this um, girl, Caroline Korn, who's a great songwriter. And, like, you know, she would just come over and we would just ex express emotions and just, you know, she's, like, a very caring person. And it's, like, right. really good to talk to her. She's, like, super open and, like, and it was just a really good environment to write songs with. And, like, you know, it was just, like, such a great time to be able to write those songs and, like, to have such supportive parents. And then having them be in a movie, that's pretty insane. That is insane. I, I was so impressed with... I was really impressed, and Rodney, I mean, you know, you were acting right there along with all of this, this great cast. I, every single person had such a distinct character, and every single person, I thought, really emoted who they were as an individual, and to me, that was, that was just really brilliant. So, Rodney, question for you, with this whole idea of, okay, was... Was Tommy, you know, I mean, was Mighty Oak, was Oak, was he really Vaughn? I mean, with you being a spiritual kind of person, how did you feel about that? I just loved every moment. Uh, <laughs> I loved every moment, you know, yeah. and how did I feel about, can you repeat the question again? Well, what I was, what the question really was is I really um, embraced the fact that Oak Tommy, um, really was that reincarnation of Bond. Mm. I like that whole premise. And I, what I said to you is, you are a person who wants to spread love and peace and kindness and joy and yes. all of that. And you're, you practice meditation. And, and so I thought, yes. did this probably really resonated with you? Did it, did, oh, while you were yes. there, did you feel that? Oh, yes, very much. Uh, you know, I, I'm not, I won't say that I'm like uh, a staunch uh, reincarnation uh, right, you're believer, not but I do believe <laughs> that there is an, well, I do believe that there's an af afterlife, and I also mm -hmm. respect everyone's uh, views on it. Uh, mm -hmm. But in the film, what I love is that it's not saying yes or no. It's mm -hmm. saying that someone can actually pass away, and I do believe that the energy of a former life can really tap into someone who is in the waking uh, spirit. You know, someone who is in the non-physical uh, can actually channel into someone who is actually here. And, uh, and that's actually one of the things I really loved about the film. Um, I mean, not in the Shirley MacLaine way, but... No, 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 a, that's, right. that's exactly right. You know that's what I mean? That's but what in I a way too. Of, Mm-hmm. No, just, that's, it's, I love the fact that... There's a deeper feeling of it. And the people who are watching get to choose for themselves. Yes, so, Tommy, absolutely. some of the things that... Uh, some of the, phys the physicality that you did as an actor with, you know, with the sign where you point with the two fingers and even the way you play Come your on. guitar and some of the words you said, um, how did you actually practice for that? Did Were you you know, in a way, just feeling the whole Vaughn thing and then going with that? What was your, 
what was your uh, kind of workout? Yeah, so like, so you're saying like, you know, what was my my take on the whole situation yeah. of the reincarnation? Right. Yeah. Right. So, so I I agree with Rodney. I you know Rodney explained it in like a much more like, um, like I I guess like detailed way, and I completely agree with it. I never thought of it that way. Like, I mm. I mean I I just think the same thing as Rodney. Like. I agree that, like, you know, people, spirits can, like, kind of connect with other humans and stuff. And I don't know if he was, like, the exact reincarnation of Vaughn, but I definitely think that, like, Vaughn was sending a message to Gina Mm -hmm. that he's still watching over her and that, you know, he's still not, he still is watching her. And you know what? When you said that, that just gave me chills because I I think Mm. that's, I I think, Rodney, what you said and what Tommy piggybacked on is really kind of the essence of the film is that, whether you believe or not believe or whether it's real or not real, somehow we get connected. And um, oh, yeah. so uh, we don't know how that works. I mean, nobody has the answers, right? Nobody has no, the answers. But I also think that it can be within, honestly, within uh, a butterfly, actually, mm-hmm. or a bird or, or an animal, you know, that someone is close to. And, and only you can know that, the individual, mm-hmm. can really feel that energy. That's why with Gina, you know, she believed it, not just because of, you know, her coming through trauma and all of that. She really sat in, in and felt the deep soul connection. And by the end of the movie, you realize that it was more than a coincidence. That right. it really was a changing, uh, an exchange of energy in a way, right. you know. Right. And, you know, I think that's true. I think we all get signs that sometimes we don't even realize there are signs. I mean, in a very, uh, we can think about it in a mundane way. Just think about if you're looking to get a new car and you mm. decide you want a red car. All of a sudden you see red cars everywhere, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so yes, you're right. It's it's just kind of that it is an energy I think that is sent. So um, we only have a couple minutes, and of course I want to give the website mightyoakthemovie.com is the movie, and Rodney has his own website rodneyhicks.net, and you can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Tommy, I don't know if you have Rodney your Hicks own here, Rodney Hicks here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and that's Rodney Hicks, and it's H I C K S. Um, but just, I would love you both just to wrap up, um, you know, how, anything that you want to say about the movie, because I really want to encourage to see Mighty Oak. So Tommy, you take it away. What would you like to say? What would you like the world to know about Mighty Oak? Well, yes, first I just wanted to say that, um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. That's where my social is. Tommy Reagan, Regnus, but what I'd like to say about the movie is that like I think that it's just a great message that kids will love, but also parents can watch and still enjoy it. It's a very like balanced movie in that way, where um, like all people can watch it. Um, but we don't have much time, so I'll give Rodney a chance to speak. Oh well, Tommy, that was great. It's a fabulous movie, and it is for all ages. So Rodney, what would you like to to wrap it up with? I agree with Tommy. Um, it, it, everything that he said, I, I think that it's, uh, I call it a new kind of family film, uh, that, uh, families at this time that we're in, they actually can find a bomb and they can find a release and they can also be with one another, uh, and know that 
it does get better. Whatever life throws at you, it can get better. And I believe in the power um, that the movie uh, shows that. So, yes. So well said, both of you. Uh, this is uh, this was, is just a wonderful, wonderful movie for anyone. Mighty Oak is the name of the family. MightyOakTheMovie.com. Uh, the two guests right now are, have been Tommy Reagan. You can find him on Instagram. And, of course, you're going to have to see the movie. And Rodney Hicks, RodneyHicks.net. Of course, you can see him at um, MightyOakTheMovie.com, too, and make sure that you watch the trailer. The trailer's awesome, and both of them are on Instagram. Rodney's also on Facebook. I thank you both for coming on Star Style, Be the mm -hmm. Star You Are. I wish you so much thank success. You. This is one of those movies that made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me yeah. just want to hug, you know, somebody. Of course, we have to virtual hug now, or high hug, or whatever you call it, or <laughs> yeah. bow. Uh, but it's it's something that, again, in these tough times, what a lovely, lovely message to get across that you can't always choose your family, but sometimes they will choose for you. So I love that. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Rodney. Thank you, Tommy. Congratulations. And during the break, listen to Tommy. This is Tommy's music. We've got three songs mm -hmm. here all of uh, from Tommy. Um, they are awesome. So Tommy and Rodney, thanks so much. And when we come back from Thank break, you. you're so welcome. It's just my honor. We're going to have Gianna Harris and Ben Milliken also from Mighty Oak. They're coming on. And so you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're live on the Voice America Network around the love world. Love you, Tommy. I'm, I'm you so your host, with you, Brian. Hey, I love you guys, too. <laughs> Thanks for being <laughs> Thank on the you. show. <laughs> we'll be back Thank in a you. bit. Don't go away. Giada and Ben coming right up. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
we are back. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm your host, Cynthia Bryan, and today we are showcasing the cast of Mighty Oak, and that was one of the songs by Tommy Reagan. So, and he is, you, we just heard him, he is the star of the show, uh, musician and actor. But now I want to introduce you to two more of the stars of the show. And I'm so excited of, to have them on. We have Gianna Harris, who is a 15-year-old. Hello, Gianna, who is a singer, musician, actor, dancer, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll talk more about that. And Ben Milliken, uh, English Ben Milliken. <laughs> Who is uh, actually also- I'm Australian, but 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 I was born in England, so we we can pick. That's you know we should put that's right because you were raised in though is how do you pronounce it Bigola Beach, is that right? <laughs> yeah, Bill Bilgola. It's a it's a small little beach uh, in the Sydney's northern beaches, which is small little beach community uh, about an hour outside of Sydney. Oh, I love it. I love Sydney, by the way, but mostly I love the beach. So uh, I'll just start with you. Did you do any of the surfing in Mighty Oak? No, no, no. I didn't have any surfing scenes in Mighty Oak. I wish I did. I mean, every other I movie know. I've done. Every other movie I've done, I've been surfing. So. Uh, yeah, I would have thought it would be great. So. Okay. So, well, we're going to talk to uh, both of you. So, Gianna, so you were on tour with uh, School of Rock, uh, you were on Broadway, right? And then yeah, you went so on the touring both, yeah. company. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, you were just great as Emma in uh, Mighty Thank Oak. You. And of course, we just had your daddy-o, or who played your daddy-o, mm-hmm. uh, Rodney, yes. on. And he's he's awesome, too. So tell us about your journey. How did you get cast? Um, it's, um, actually funny because I know Tommy <laughs> from, um, from tour. because you were, you were together on the, sh- on, on tour, right? Yeah. So, you know, me and Tommy, he's like, he's like my little brother. So, cause on tour, you really do like grow close to people cause you're kind of like living with them basically. So, um, it was just like any other audition. I kind of just got it from my agent and I did it and I sent it in. And I get a call. I get a call from Frank, Tommy's dad. And right. we're like, "Oh, I guess they're just like calling to say hello or something, right?" And we pick up the phone, and he's like, "Hey, so you just sent an audition for this um, film that we're working on, and we'd love to cast you as Emma." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so crazy that I got to get the call from them." You had such kind a of, natural rapport on the show. Yeah, I mean, on, yeah, on the movie. Like, and so it felt like you had, uh, it felt like you were instant friends. So that's such a great mm-hmm. thing. And how about you, Ben? So ha- have coming from uh, Australia and England, of course, you have been working on, well, you were on Blue Crush 2, and you were in the season five of um, Amazon show Bosch. So wh- what was yeah. it like for you to audition? Um, it was actually super fast process, this one. Um, I got a... Uh, a call from my agent saying, hey, uh, can you put a tape down for this uh, ASAP? They need it um, They need it as soon as possible. And um, so I was just, sure. So I, I literally went at midnight that night to my acting coach. We put down the tape and then uh, sent it in at midnight. And then the next day I, I got the phone call. 
saying, okay, oh you're going to really San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievably fast, right? That, yeah. And, where and then a week later in time? San Diego, and we're getting ready to shoot. So it was really fast. Really, really fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really awesome. Now, did you have to play uh, music then on your tape or? No, no, I didn't. I just had one scene, um, one scene to do. They asked if I, uh, if I could play drums and I lied. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, what's new about that for actors, right? It's like, how many, how high can you jump? Well, what building do you want me to scale? Of course. Exactly. exactly. No, I didn't really lie. I mean, I could. I've, I've been in bands and, and stuff in high school, and but I'm a guitarist, so I play guitar. So I was like, I'm, I'm familiar with music. I think yeah, is the, is the correct it. terminology to use. <laughs> yeah, you you can you can definitely do it. So, um, Gianna, did you have a high point in the movie that that really you really loved so much? I mean, what was the for you? What was the best part of working in this film? I mean, everything. I mean, everyone is so great and getting to be all these amazing people and to work with them. Um, I mean, that would definitely be like the best part, being able to meet all these people and say that, you know, I've worked with them and they're great people and they care about me. And, you know, that's that's definitely the high point of working on this film. It's just you everyone really created, in the crew. You really created a family, didn't you? It really yeah, was. Did. Yeah, you created a family. I mean, that's what usually happens, especially on small sets. Um, you know, if you like each other and, and if the casting's <laughs> right, you do create a family. So, you know, that that is really uh, it's important. Yeah, it's definitely what we did when we filmed. And what about you? What was what did you love the most? I mean, I'll echo what uh, Gianna just said. I think especially considering the small time frame we had, mm. you know, we, we literally had, we shot this movie in like two weeks. That's we were really there fast. and we had like a day or two before we were going to start shooting. And Just to it get was to like, know each other. I mean, whoever was, didn't know was, each other. But it was instant. So we all sat down around the, to do the first table read, read through the entire script. And it was just instant. We were, we were, from the moment we all sat down, we were a family. And it was, it was extremely rare, actually. I mean, you don't get that very often at all. And, um, and you know, that came across so much, especially in the scene when you were all sitting around the table in Mighty Oak, when um, Gina comes in to tell you that you've got this gig, you know, and that you're going to open and you all just yeah. kind of go crazy and you're so excited and all of that. And it was, I mean, it was really, it, I was like, whoa, they really are. They really are a family. <laughs> well, it was really funny because I remember when they were setting that scene up and they kind of just said, okay, everybody, you got to come in there and you're going to sit at table. And so we all just sat down right away. And then Sean, the director, kind of looked at us all at the table and was like, yeah, that works. That, yeah. This really works. And we were, from that moment, we, I mean, we were, we were really a band. We were really yeah. a family. And we, yeah, we, it, it was, was a band and it really, it really was a family. Um, and Gianna, it seemed like you and Tommy were, you were such a great warrior for him. I love the way you protected him at school. You didn't, nobody was going to bully him when you were around. <laughs> 
And I mean, it sounds like you are that kind of person. You're an advocate and voice for mental health, uh, mental health awareness and for L, um, LGBTQ equality, you know, all of that. So did that just come, did that just come naturally for you when you were doing those scenes? Yeah, definitely. Um, I love to protect my friends and my family because they're the most important thing to me. And Emma is the exact same way with her dad. And she might not show it, but definitely with her dad and uh, with Oak. So, you know, she's really protective of him because she cares so much about him. And she only wants the best for him. Right. So, and that's how I am too. It totally, it absolutely totally came across that way you know yeah. I mean so you you guys just did a really great thing uh, a great mm-hmm. job of it now um I I want to ask Ben so to, uh, playing the music um there were so many different songs in there and it must have been really interesting the, the say the scene when Gina comes in and says okay let re, you know meet your new lead <laughs> your, new, your new front man and and he's <laughs> 12 years old or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's the age he's playing in the movie, right? 12. Is that right? Yeah. I think, yeah. 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 I, think yeah. I think it's 10 actually. Younger. Oh, yeah. 10, right. Yeah. He is 12 and he's playing 10. You're right. Excuse yeah. me. That's you're right. Uh, I have to get <laughs> my facts right here. So, uh, I mean, he's supposed to be 10 years old and then he comes in and of course he's, you know, he's playing. He's got it's just, amazing guitar playing and he's actually making some signs that are a little bit like bond. So um, what was that reaction for the rest of the cast when that opening came in? I mean, obviously you rehearsed it, you know, it's happening, but was that like a feeling of, of instant band member too, once he started playing? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was, what, when we were, that was the same with all the scenes that we were up on the stage playing because there's, you know, that little montage section throughout where you see all the different practices and all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, as we were filming all of those sections, it just, it felt, it felt like we were all just supposed to be there, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, Yeah. Well, San Diego is an awesome place to shoot. And, of course, I love Ocean Beach down there. It's pretty great. What was the – did you have any issues, um, either of you, I don't mean individually, but about shooting with with the tourists or crowds or anything, anybody that was watching? I mean, how did that all – how did that all play out? Not really, to be honest. It was really smooth. I, there, yeah, I there was, noticed that you were there shooting. Was, there was one day where it rained like really bad, like oh. really, really bad. But we were filming inside that day. But there was a point where all of us were crammed into like uh, the trailers because it was like crazy. Oh like, my rain gosh! Was crazy. Oh, it was pouring. It was pouring for like a week, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. it was. Yeah, it was. That's crazy, and it doesn't rain all that much in San Diego. I mean, there used to no. be a joke. There used to be a joke about San Diego that um, that winter was December fifth to December sixth. That was well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the same. Just like just like L.A. Uh, I live in L.A. and that's, that's right. exactly the same. We get about you know two weeks of rain a year. 
So what's next for both of you now? Um, so Emma, I mean, Emma, I'm calling you Emma. Now you're your, now you are your character, Gianna. Um, yeah. Was this was your first movie role? Are you going back to Broadway? You're going to continue on with movies. What's what's um, in your um, sessions now? What's on your calendar? Right now, uh, currently, I'm working on a girls group. Um, we're called Enjoy the Journey, and oh, we're an all it. black. We're an all black girls group singing um, R&B and soul music. So that's what I've been working on recently. Yeah. Congratulations. That sounds really awesome. Of course, we're in the middle of this pandemic and Screen Actors Guild. And, and, you know, I mean, it's you're not really going back to work yet unless you're doing Zoom or something. Right. But uh, that's awesome. And how about you, Ben? Well, I've been uh, I mean. Due to the whole pandemic Pandemic. and and the staying at home and stuff like that, I've just been. Yeah, spending. I have a five-year-old son. Um, I'm married oh, with a five-year-old so son, and but so isn't it yeah. Wonderful, you're getting to spend oh. time with your son it, and your wife. Are you enjoying that? It's, it's the absolute best. I got to tell yeah. you, it's it's so so good. This if there's one thing that this thing has really really opened my eyes to this whole pandemic, it, it's been what's truly important, and. Yeah. Uh, and at the end of the day, the most important thing to me is my family. Your family. So I've yep. been really, really just enjoying having time with them. Yep. And, um, you know, but on the other hand, I'm also ready to go back to work. So I'm looking forward to things being safe enough to be able to start going back to work. I've got a couple of things in the pipeline that I'm, that I'm working on that I hope we'll be able to open up soon. So... So, yeah, but I that's the key. A, uh, I think the key is going back to work. We have to be safe. I know Screen Actors Guild are all about actors. safety. It's all about safety. Yeah. They just did a big. Uh, you you probably saw it. Just uh, was it a couple of days ago or yesterday? About uh, everything they're working on to yeah. get us back to work safely. And the whole idea is safety. You know, it's got to, we have to be safe. And I mean, nobody wants to go back to work and end up getting sick. And, um, but I love what you said about family, because that seems to be the key now is people are really finding there's no place like home, (laughs) you know, we have no choice for them in the place like home. It's it's 100% true. It's 100% true. And you just realize how much, how much you took for granted before this. And exactly. there's a bunch of things that I like, I'm, to be honest, this has been one of the hardest and best years I've ever had because there are so many things that I've learned because of it. And there are so many things that I'll never change back to the way they were before. And that's, you know, the way I see my life and the way I see well, my life. You know, it's like Dickens said, it's the best of times. It's the worst of times. And Gianna, you making music right now it's a great thing to do i mean i thought i thought i was going to write another book while during this and then it turns out you know i've just had too many other projects but (laughs) i think that finding what's the most important thing and that's what your movie mighty oak is about is family and finding family exactly so we're at the end of our time i want to thank both gianna harris and ben milliken for being with us you can find um, Jana on Instagram. I don't have a website for you, Ben, but I know that you're at mightyoakmovie.com. Um, but uh, what about, uh, do you have anything? Do yeah, you, you have... can also find me on Instagram, and that's uh, at ben.milliken. 
Okay. Uh, M-I-L-L-I-K-E-N. Do you guys? Yeah, so you can find me there. Perfect. So it's MightyOakTheMovie.com. And you can see um, a trailer. It's a great trailer. Do you each want to just give a closing statement? That would be, if you'd like, to our world of listeners. Yeah, Gianna, of course. Yeah. Gianna, you go first. Okay. Um, I like to live by this, and I try to tell as many people as I can, but you are enough, and I want you always to remember that you will be enough no matter what. That is excellent, because that's what we say here. Be the star you are, because everybody yes. else is taken. And Ben, what about I you? will second that, and also I will say, everybody, make sure you get out there and vote. Yes. This can be more yes. important at this time. Yes. <laughs> Boy, is that the truth. Well, thank you both for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Gianna Harris, Ben Milliken. The movie is Mighty Oak, and I will tell you, you will, again, I said it already, you will laugh, you will cry, you will feel like family is just absolutely the most important. And during the break, we have another one of Tommy's songs, it's called Perfect. And just remember, you are enough, and be the star you are. Thank you so much for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, Gianna and Ben. Thank you. are listening you. to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan, your host. And when we come back from break, we're going to be talking with author Joe Geese. And her book is Never Sit If You Can Dance. And boy, is that a motto for me. Let's dance on. Bye, Ben. Bye, Gianna. Thank you. Bye-bye. So Thanks for having Bye. me. Bye. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. MightyOakTheMovie.com. Be back in just a bit. Enjoy. Perfect. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Perfect. That was uh, Tommy Reagan's song from the movie Mighty Oak. So you can see the movie MightyOakTheMovie.com. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And now we have a special guest. We're going to go continue our Wednesdays with writers and performers. And this is Joe Geese. She's written a fabulous book called Never Sit If You Can Dance. 
Lessons from my mother. Joe is an award-winning radio journalist, an author, teacher, activist, and a former TV reporter. She's even won a Peabody Award World's Wood on a Team for Marketplace. And hello, Joe. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. Ah, uh, well, thank you, Cynthia. This is the highlight of my day. Well, I'm so happy. Of course, we're in this midst of the pandemic, and your book couldn't have been more apropos, <laughs> because maybe right. we should just all continue dancing all the time, right? Well, you know, on Instagram, I see a lot of postings of people dancing in their homes by themselves, just moving. And um, mom, of course, uh, was my mom, who was called Babe, um, was was way before um, this this current pandemic. But um, her, she would have been pleased to see that um, that people are getting up and moving and enjoying themselves, even if they are single and alone in their own place. They're moving and they're um, they're dancing. Well, and they're and they're being happy. They're trying to find happiness in the sadness or the the chaos. Let's say. Um, I think your mom and my mom might have been really good friends because my mom actually had a very similar motto. Hers was just dance, dance, dance. And uh, oh, so okay. she would pick up anybody. She would just pick anybody if she heard music and dance with them all the time. And my dad never liked to dance. So she had a lot of different partners. So, so well, I, I really <laughs> resonated with Babe. I could just tell that she was just a lot of fun. Now, your book, Never Sit If You Can Dance, Lessons from My Mother, I, it was fascinating because as daughters, you never think that your mother is that cool until maybe you get older and then all of a sudden she seems, gosh, she is pretty cool. So tell us your story about that. Well, you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, not only did I not think she was very cool, when I um, was a teenager and I, we used to have, she used to dress us in matching outfits, mother-daughter outfits when we were, right. when I was really little. And, <clears throat> excuse me, one of those is in the, the front of the book. We both have on these little summer halter tops and they're matching, matching skirts. And then I got a little older and I looked around and I rebelled and I said, no, 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 no. I'm nothing like this housewife, um, mother. Uh, I, I am uh, going to be a journalist in New York City. And then I started wearing my father's stiffly starched shirts and borrowed his cufflinks. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting what to me was decades later, when I was still kind of thinking, oh, I'm not anything like babe, I looked in my closet one day, and I thought, boy, a lot of these were hand-me-downs from my mom, these clothes, <laughs> like this marigold, this jacket, this gorgeous orange jacket with, you turned the cuffs up, and it had marigold lining. It was just like a pop of happiness. And I realized well, she that was without colorful, really knowing she? it, that um, many of my best qualities were um, things that I had just you know, latched onto from mom, and I was so grateful for that. I've, I've been actually thinking about how mom would handle this current crisis we're going through, which is, as we all acknowledge, historical in proportions. And um, one of the things in my book is um, that in spite of what's happening, it's okay to be happy today. 
Right. And um, because mom said, you know, people, people don't, don't like... want to be around depressed people, she said. Right. You exactly. Know, put a smile on you... your face. Be happy. Right. And and she didn't do this in a glib way, like a pop psychology, you know, just, oh, just be happy. It um, it really resonated deep in inside of her. And um, I was also thinking about in terms of uh, doing, look, looking forward to doing this interview with you. I, I dressed for the radio interview. I'm wearing red I and what I are you have... Wearing? Um, I'm wearing my uh, favorite red outfit um, because mom always said, don't be drab, even even if it's radio, right? Don't be drab. And I put, in the last moment, I put some really wonderful red lipstick on. And my mom's idea about don't be drab wasn't like... Um, was really about attracting other people to you, uh, to wear color, uh, not just to go around in black and gray. And I was thinking about that. Um, I read so well, much about people. really angry with you that first time when you flew to see her and she introduced you to your, your, her friends and you were dressed in just the clothes from the plane, which were all black, and she thought you were very drab, right? Well, right, and and she was embarrassed about introducing me to uh, her <laughs> friends. She said, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, like that, you know. Right. And, um, but there was a real value in that it, because what she was conveying in the clothes she wore is that, um, you know, I'm festive, I'm fun. Um, the friends. people would were attracted to her because of the colors she wore too. And I think I think my message here is uh, even during the pandemic now, when you read about people who like they never get out of their pajamas or something during the day, and um, I think it just boosts your energy too and your happiness if you dress up a little bit. I mean, tonight I'm just making dinner for my husband and myself. But, you know, I'm making something special. I have dressed in uh, red with a red. kind of... You've got red pink. lipstick on. <laughs> right, right. But and you I've know got what? My... I think you're right. I think when you do dress up, I mean, obviously it's great to um, to feel comfortable and to be low-key, you know, whenever. But when you dress up, you do feel better. Now, I wanted to say a couple of the other things that you get in your book because I loved it, loved it, loved it about writing thank you notes and never going someplace without bringing something. I swear to goodness, we were we were raised by the same person. I mean, still to this day, I will not go anywhere without bringing because uh, I live on a farm and I bring a whole basket of fruit and vegetables and wine and you know, it, it, we just would never, never. And then you write a thank you note, an actual thank you note afterwards. I thought it was so wonderful to see that this is the way you were raised, too. Well, you know, recently I have gotten some thank you notes in the mail. And I've been, you know, the handwritten kind, you know, in the right. envelope with the stamp on them. And right. some of these are from people for whom that's not really part of their culture, but they're latching on to it like millennials. And there's just a certain gracefulness about that and cheerfulness. And sometimes my husband and I just had... Um, just had our 10th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. And thank you very much. And, and you know, it was kind of 
it's a weird time to celebrate anything. Um, you know, restaurants aren't open, you know, but we made the most of it. And um, a friend wrote me this wonderful thank you note. She was thanking us for our marriage and saying what a um, what a role model it was to her. Now, I had no intention of being a role model, but I think one of the things I really learned, and I'm really grateful for this, is that my mother and father adored each other. Mm-hmm. And I write in the book how when Daddy came into the house with flowers for my mom, there was always an extra bounce in his step. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And I think that from that, I know from that, I learned that it's really possible to um, to fall in love with someone and um, and continue to adore each other. Um, I my husband and I were at the uh, at a grocery store one morning early doing our first shopping before everybody else got there, and you know it's early in the morning. We're just picking up. It's just an errand. And the cash, the person who was the cashier turned, stopped what she was doing and turned to us, and she said, the two of you make marriage look like fun. And I, I was so thrilled by her comment because that is a direct inheritance from my mom. Well, and I think that's what you do throughout the book, and you give a lot of credit to, to your husband, and it seems that you are such a great couple. The name of the book is Never Sit If You Can Dance, Lessons from My Mother. It's by Joe Geese, J, I mean, J-O, and then G-I-E-S-E. Her website is joegeese.com. And it's such a fun romp through marriage, through mother-daughter relationships, through etiquette, through embroidery and giving compliments and walking guests to their car and waving to them until they're gone. That's me. I wait until they're down the street. So, Joe, thank you for coming on the show. And thank you for writing Never Sit If You Can Dance, because this is a this is a book for everyone of any age right now. They will really get a kick out of it and they'll get a lot of joy, especially during this pandemic. So go to Joe's uh, website, joegeese.com and check it out. She's also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Thank you, Joe, for coming on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And thank you for dressing up for me. You are beautiful. Oh, thank you, Cynthia. It's fun talking. It's so fun. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of you for being great listeners and allowing me into your life every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. when we bring you Star Style, Be the Star You Are for Wednesdays with writers and performers. You can change your life. You can make your dreams come true. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. More information about me, CynthiaBryan.com. And until we celebrate next week, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. Pick up a book this week and make it never sit if you can dance. A book is like a garden in your pocket. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a wonderful week. Be back here Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Be safe, be strong, be here. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You 
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.